0: Hello my name is Ed Frawley and I've got another really good question here about a person that has a puppy they're raising for search and rescue. And it's it's a Belgian Malinois and they want to know what kind of interaction they should let their puppy have with strangers. And it's not that this woman is doing anything wrong. Sometimes common sense in dog training is not so common. It's learned over experience and years. So this person says, I have a five-month-old Belgian Malinois that I am training with the goal of her being a future search and rescue dog. Just like many Malinois, my puppy is super cute. And everyone wants to pet and give her treats, even with a vest on that says, working dogs do not pet. Ain't that the truth? I don't, you take a dog out, and it's got a vest on, Maybe it's you don't ever realize there's so many people in this country that don't know how to read. That's the only thing I can figure out. Maybe they're just stupid. Maybe they're stubborn. I don't understand how people can just walk up to a dog that says, service dog, please do not pet, and bend over. and Oh, you're so cute. Can I give you a treat, you fool? No, you can't give my dog a treat. But I personally don't want her to see every human as a treat and pet machine but of course she has to be socialized as one day she will be tasked to associate finding people with toys or rewards and she continues in the future i want her to find people because it's her job i ask her to look for people and these people once found will make or give her toys or high value food rewards i don't think so maybe in training that's going to happen but If she goes out in search and rescue and finds somebody that's badly injured, or worse, dead, they're not going to be giving her toys and treats, that's for sure. It's just during training. So she has to get that out of her mind. So ultimately, my question is, what interaction, if any, should my prospective search and rescue puppy have with strangers, besides making them just another piece of the landscape? while we build basics and engagement. So it's a good question. It really is a good question. So we don't let people give, we don't let strangers give our puppies dog treats. We don't let strangers give our, pet our dogs. We tell people, please, my dog is in training. Don't look at it. Don't touch it. Don't talk to it. Just ignore it and they still don't listen to me. But we limit the exposure that our puppies have to friends of ours that understand how we train our dogs and how we expect other people to be around our dogs. And I always, I always laugh when we have seminars with our friend Michael Ellis here. And, uh, and he'll be talking about this exact topic right here. And he has this thing where he says, you know, you can tell people not to pet my dog. You can tell people not to talk to my dog. You can tell people to ignore my dog. And you've always, and and you can tell people just act naturally. And he, and he always says, yeah, you tell them that when you've got like a 10 month old, 11 month old, wild, crazy Malinois, and they're supposed to act naturally. And what do they do? That's how they act. They don't know how to act naturally around dogs. So the solution is control your environment. Pick your friends. You got enough friends. Cindy goes on to say she reserves interaction with strangers to dog-savvy fellow trainers, even if they want to be search and rescue trainers. The search and rescue part is a good point. And I said that, yeah, during training, the dogs, the young dogs are gonna get rewarded. During training, they will learn a ritual or they should learn a ritual on what they have to do just before you send them out to do their searching. And we're just, I'm just at the point like next week of releasing A brand new online course that I've been working on with my friend Kevin Sheldahl, who's the instructor in this course, on training detector dogs for law enforcement. This means bomb dogs, narcotics dogs, wildlife dogs, Uh, and in because this plays right into it. In this course, our dogs learn a ritual before they're released to go and do their search, and we teach the 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 ritual right from the very beginning. Because we want our dogs to know, OK, this isn't just a walk through this room. Now you've got to work. And now you've got to search and hunt for the odor that we're training you to find. And it's the same with these people. And we compare it. And I may be getting off base a little bit, but really I'm not. If this woman wants to do search and rescue, we want the dog to get enjoyment out of the search. Not out of the ball at the end. The ball at the end, it's OK. The toy at the end is OK. But we want a dog that's a high-energy dog that likes searching. And I'll compare it to, and we do it all. I do this comparison all the time. We compare it to a dog that loves to chase squirrels. I mean, you could have dogs that will chase squirrels their entire life and never catch a squirrel. And they love chasing squirrels. And if this person, if these people that have the right Genetics the right temperament the right drive in their dogs that they want to be search and rescue They're going to be the time the type of dogs that eventually through training learn that the search is fun The search is rewarding and it doesn't need to be the reward is a ball Or a tug at the end of the search with the person that's down Okay, the the the, the chase of the squirrel for our dogs a chase is rewarding The search for a squirrel is rewarding. Same thing for a hunting dog. The search for a pheasant is rewarding to those dogs. How many of them ever catch birds? How many of them have handlers that can't hit the broadside of a barn with a gun and they never get a chance to go and get a dead bird because they very seldom have birds that get shot? So don't kid yourself. You can teach, she can teach a dog that searching is fun, and you set that search up with a ritual that they start ahead of time. And you layer your training steps into your training so the dog understands that, that ritual. We cover this in complete detail in our Detector Dog video. I mean, we have well over 200 and some short videos in the Detector Dog video, and a good part of it deals with setting up your rituals setting up your searches defining where the dog is supposed to search and it's built with small small steps even search and rescue people can learn a lot from the detector dog video that we're going to release so finally at the end of this video i'm going to put a link to the detector dog video so people can go and read about it and if you have other questions feel free to write cindy through the ask cindy portal and if she uh, needs more information from you, she'll ask it. If she wants something from me about the law enforcement and the training dogs there, she passes them on to me and I'll answer it.